0: What's It's Michael James Lauren with the Messiah Community Radio Talk Show. You've heard the term podcast. It's so important today. People getting ideas out and having shows. It's lots of fun. You don't have to rely on a radio station anymore. You're going to meet one of the leaders in the industry. His name is Cliff Ravenscraft. He has such an interesting story and testimony. Well, welcome to the program, Cliff, and thanks for being here.
1: Hey, Michael. How are you, man?
0: I'm doing great. How are you? You know, it's an interesting story. Not only did you have a successful business as an insurance agent, but you were an associate pastor, and now you have a ministry helping everybody as far as podcasting goes. So let's get right down to this here, especially for people who don't know what a podcast is. What's the appeal?
1: I think that podcasting is popular because it, is, it gives you the opportunity to listen to any type of content that you want. So what happened was was that once podcasting became available, there was no longer this gatekeeper called a program director at a radio station that gave you the green light on whether or not you could have a show on the radio. And basically what happens is there's any topic or any interest, any passion that you may have, whether it be mountain biking, wooden boats, uh, podcasting itself, uh, Apple computers, anything that you could be interested in, there's either a chance that there's already a podcast about that topic that you can listen to anytime you want, and if there's not, you can create it yourself.
0: There's so many creative people out there. I mean, everyone has a voice and a certain level of expertise, and what a great way to put it out there and share with the world. Now, what about you? Are you surprised that you're the leader in this thing as far as being the podcast answer man, and how did all that get started?
1: I taught myself how to podcast, so I, I, I read from these other people and kind of tried to figure out what it is they were doing to make this podcasting thing work. And I made just about every mistake you could possibly make. I bought a, you know, I bought some equipment for thirty-five dollars. But by dolly, I had a podcast.
0: Yeah, I think we can overthink things at times, and it sounds like you just are telling people if you have a creative idea, just go for it. Don't worry about all the mistakes. And so what's really interesting about you now, I wanted to have you on the program because you know many people in ministry, not just ministry, people everywhere can learn about podcasting to get their ideas out, but it just so happens that you used to be an associate pastor, which is really kind of neat. So I want to find out your story. Tell me a little bit about how you came to Christ.
1: I grew up uh, being sent to church. My mom and dad didn't attend church when I was a kid, but they always sent me to church. And when I say that, I mean like all of the local churches in the area had vacation Bible schools and they all had the buses that would drive through the neighborhood. And I went to a lot of Sunday school classes as a kid and I went to a lot of vacation Bible school classes. So I was around the church growing up. Now, what happened was uh, when I was a teenager, you know, I, I, I knew a lot about God. I had a lot of information about God, but I didn't have a relationship with God. And I was dating this girl, and um, I was, you know, really, you know, of course, I'm a teenage boy, and I'm dating a girl, and, and you know, she's obviously the one perfect girl, and there's no way there could ever be another. And I was just head over heels in love, or so I thought. And uh, I go to meet her mom and dad, have dinner at her house, and after that dinner, the next day, she calls me and tells me I can't date you anymore. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I thought everything went great last night. They asked me all these questions about my faith, and uh, she says, well, my mom and dad don't want me to see you anymore because you're not a Christian. And that crushed me. I'm like, who? What? What do you think you're talking about? And and so that got me really concerned. And and literally, I remember that night. Not I wasn't upset about the fact that this girl wasn't that had just broken up with me. But all of a sudden, this one question that kind of haunted me my entire life was: If I die tonight, am I going to spend the rest of eternity in hell? Am I going to spend the? You know, I feel so alone after being broken up. But man, how alone do I feel if God? Isn't my father, like, what I've been told is if I don't have this relationship with him, like I've, I've been told, I called up the guy who led the the Sunday school class, and I said, you know, I've been told that I'm not a Christian. How can this be? And, and so he says, well, you know, do you, have you ever asked Jesus to be your Lord and Savior? Have you ever repented? And I'm like, no. And so I'm like, well, let's do this. How do I do this? And that, and so it was December ninth, 1991. I became a born-again Christian. Uh, In spite of the fact that I thought that I knew everything, uh, I realized at that moment in time that I did not have a relationship with Jesus. And I'll tell you what, it was an instantaneous, like, I was in love with God like you would not believe. Uh, If you look in my senior yearbook, they have those things where most likely to succeed and all those things. It says, most likely to be the next Billy Graham, and they've got my picture, so to give you an idea of just how crazy I was with my faith, I, I I went everywhere with my Bible. I was talking with everybody about their relationship with God and all this other stuff. And it just so happened I was in a Nazarene church at that time, and that's how I came to, to Christ.
0: I love it. Cliff, you made my day. I can tell you that. A lot of people, I'm sure, are inspired to hear a testimony like that. I mean, really, how the Lord leads people to Jesus it is uh, amazing. And by the way— Uh, Now the fact that you're involved with uh, podcasting the way you are, it's really kind of like a ministry that you have going on and that you're helping people find their voice and... Uh, so we want to find out more about that. But creating something is a big deal to you. You believe that everybody has the ability to make a difference in this world. And there are a lot of people, though, that are a little bit afraid and timid because when it comes to creative endeavors, people figure, you know, I can't do it or I'm not prepared enough. Or what, what do you say to people about that? Who are, It's almost like a golf swing where, you know, you're so concerned about the, the knee bend and your eye on the ball. Uh, do we have to worry about the do's and the don'ts when you do podcasting?
1: and foremost, don't worry about the do's and don'ts, because for so many people, and this is what we discussed earlier, Michael, is that so many people really, they they, they think, oh, this sounds so exciting, and they get really excited about podcasting, but when they go to, to record their first episode or their first three or four episodes, they seize up with great fear and anxiety that I might do the wrong thing. I might actually start, you know, rambling off topics. I might forget to smile. I might not be as prepared as I should be. And you know what I say to all of that? Don't worry about it. Um, get out there, create content, and, and find your voice. And what I recommend to people is, is that be, with your first 7, 10, to 15 episodes, you, your show may not be worth listening to. And that's okay. That's okay. At least you're getting out there. At least you're doing something. And my message has always been, Taking you from where you are today, doesn't matter where that is. And then just be committed to always taking things to the next level. People want to hear from people who sound like they're enjoying what they're talking about and they're not bored to death or just reading from a script. And I always believe that if this helps one person, then it was worth creating.
0: I agree. I mean, comedians have to do this. You know, they have to bomb a few times being the club's... uh... Uh, writers have to go through writing before they sound polished, and, and the same is true for podcasting. So I pray that there are people in our audience that really have some sort of ideas and want to share it with the world, and they'll do it. And as Cliff said, not be afraid to make mistakes. All right. So how can people reach you?
1: The first thing that I would recommend people do if they're any anywhere near interested in this is go to my free tutorial. It's at Learn How to Podcast.
0: Yep, and I'm on your website right here at www.podcastanswerman.com. And what a blessing you've been, Cliff. Thanks for sharing your life with us. I mean, amazing stories here, and it's nice to know that you're the expert in the field from insurance salesperson to the way God has led you to be an associate pastor. Now what you're doing, uh, what a ministry helping many, many people who have this itch, this creative fever to put something out there and share it with the world, and I pray they'll seek you out to do that. And may God bless you and shalom to you.
1: Thank you very much for the opportunity.